Welcome back to Live Laugh Law. Are we living? No. no. Are we laughing? Sometimes. Sometimes. Are we lying? Always. Okay, so today we are going to be talking about advice in general. Um, like we're gonna give some advice that we have from our whole nine weeks of being in law school. Um, and this will be like a continued thing that we like keep having episodes about so that like as we get more experience, like we'll give more advice. Um, but we'll also talk about like advice that we got before starting law school um, and how we feel about it, like whether we think it's good advice or whether we don't think it's good advice. Um, and yeah, so we just kind of want to like talk about that because we feel like that is a super important thing to know before going in. We're going to rate the advice. Yeah. We've gotten yeah. some good advice. Scale we've of gotten one to ten. so good advice. I'm going to forget what we've rated other things for sure. <laughs> True. Yeah. Yeah. We can, we can do out of ten. Take the rating with a grain of salt because we'll probably forget what the scale is. <laughs> a giant grain of salt. <laughs> but okay. Um, so should we start with the advice we got? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> So the first thing I wrote down was what to wear slash carry. So if anyone wants to elaborate on that. Cam. I mean, I think the advice and the idea that I've had of going into law school is like, oh, it's a professional school. You have to dress professionally. Um, I mean, not all the time, but like most of the time. And in reality, that is not true at all. And like, don't carry a backpack because it's like not professional and you'll look like... Like I either read or, like, heard people say, like, you're gonna look like you're an undergrad if you, like, have a backpack. Like, you're gonna look, like, basically, I thought people were gonna treat me like a child if I carried a backpack <laughs> and, like, not treat me seriously, which is, like, so ridiculous to even think about now that, like, I had that conception about literally yeah. a bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the way I obsessed over what backpack to buy. Yeah, um, so, yeah, um, yeah, I also think that that's not good advice. I would give it, like, a 1 out of 10. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me personally, I would rather... I feel more comfortable and, and feel like I can focus more in class if I'm comfortable in what I'm wearing. Like, yeah. if I'm in yeah. dress pants and a shirt, I'm not gonna be... If I'm wearing a shirt... <laughs> out of there. Out. I'm done. Okay, here's the thing. You know, like, I, I do like wearing jeans. Like, I like mm. wearing jeans and a shirt. So, like, not that you can't. Right. I mean, oh, there's... Well, it also matters, like, what school you're going to. Yeah, it, and there's, like, a whole range to it. Like, some people do dress up. More right. power to you. Whatever. I wouldn't show up in pajamas or, like, maybe sweatpants. Or what could pass as pajamas. Yeah. But, like, if you're comfortable, I don't know. It, it's just, I would it's say it's choice. about the same way I dress yeah. in undergrad. I mean, like, I yeah, have yeah, a yeah. lot of professional clothes from being a professional okay, for so many years, <laughs> but I'm not, like, rushing to put it back on, you know? I'm enjoying no. being able to wear sort of whatever I want. I'm not wearing yeah. a full suit. I normally wear jeans and a t-shirt. Yeah. Or, like, leggings and a sweatshirt, but, like... yeah. Well, and masks take away some of it, too, but, like, I'm normally wearing, like, some amount of makeup and my hair looks decent. Like, it's not like I rolled out of bed. Yeah, I'm tra yeah. we're trying just enough. Just enough. But yeah, I, you should be put together. It shouldn't be something but, that stresses you out on top yeah. of everything else you're doing. Like, yes, it's important what you wear if you're going on, like, an interview, if you're talking yeah. to someone professionally, if you're... You know, giving a presentation or something, but Trust if you're just sense. sitting, yeah, if yeah. you're sitting in class, then <clears throat> dress comfortably. Yeah. Um, so now that we've talked ourselves, oh well. Also, I just wanted to say about like all of the advice, which I like briefly said about this, but like a lot of this, it's it also has something to do with like where you're going and yeah. what type of law school it is. Like, mm -hmm. probably if you're going to Yale or mm. Harvard, you're not showing up in leggings or like you're not showing up in joggers. Like you're probably going to show up in a little bit more professional looking clothes. Yeah. So like maybe at first don't be like, Oh, I can show up in leggings yeah. in the first day. Do yeah. that. Like, like you want to give a good impression. Go in like, being more professional than you probably really have to be and then sort of like feel it out from there and Get then the decide like what you think yeah, yeah. like what you think the vibe is the waters um but yeah this is just like 
obviously very specific to Quinnipiac because that's our experience, but also like probably applies to a lot of other places as well. Yeah. Um, Especially if your classes are online. Yeah. Which one of our classes is online. Well, about to be two. About to be two. So. So at least two days out of the week we see people. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, so next thing. Here's your Um. Oh, what to use to take notes. Well, we all do sort of different things, yeah. which is actually kind of nice. Uh huh. Like I use my laptop solely. Yeah. Um, to take notes. Like yeah. in class and reading. Yeah, I in undergrad I, I did a mix of like writing. And typing in for, like, the first week or two of law school, I tried um, just taking, like, written notes because I kind of like that. Um, And then I did, like, make the decision to invest in a laptop. And I've loved that because I can still get, like, the handwriting. You mean an iPad. What did I say? You said a laptop. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. And so I decided to invest in an iPad. Um, Just after trying it out for a couple weeks, I didn't like how scattered my notes were and... The iPad gives me the opportunity to, like, still handwrite, obviously, Um, but I can also, like, write on um, typed stuff that our teachers give us without, like, having to print it out, Um, and I can have it all in one place. And paperless, because we're all about saving the earth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd say generally we're pretty paperless. Yes. Yeah. As a school, I guess, but also just us generally. Like, every assignment we hand in, it's, it's... On Blackboard, we're always typing or yeah. writing notes electronically. Like, we don't really handle paper. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, I feel like the advice is generally, like... Actually, honestly, I don't really know what the advice is that people give about this. I guess there's probably a lot of different things that yeah. people I mean, say. I mean, you just have to do what but basically, works but do what for works you. for you. And if you, you know, if you... Go the whole first week and you're like, oh, I hate writing my notes, then type them. If you go the whole couple first weeks and say, I hate typing, then write your notes. Yeah. But I will say that, like, the handwriting is, like, good for me because when professors start, like, writing on the board, a lot of times they, like, don't write in a way that's, like, conducive to typing it. No. Yeah. Like, because they, because they have, like, a whole board, like, they're just writing in all different places, like, arrows, arrows and, and all this, like, they'll do, like, circles. webs or, like, yeah. whatever. And so, like, that stuff, obviously, is a lot easier to get oh down God. in your notes. Should I let them go? Yeah, just... Um, Sorry. that stuff is a lot easier to, like, get down in your notes if you're able to, like, write and you're not trying to type and, like, format it correctly, yeah. um, while typing. So that's, like, a little plug for handwriting, whether it's on paper or an iPad. Um, but again, like, yeah, do what works for you. And it might be different than what you did in undergrad. Like, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily going to work. It's kind of, like, trial and error. There's also, like, multiple apps just for... Um, typing up your notes and keeping them in one place or like Jen and I both use different apps for handwriting on our iPad so like there's a bazillion different different ways it really I mean I use OneNote Microsoft OneNote plug which I didn't even know existed until my first day of law school wow I used that in undergrad yeah I don't know I think about all the time I don't know how I would be taking notes without it. It's nice having everything in just one place. Like, if mm-hmm. I had a million Word documents, I don't know how I would keep it together. Yeah, so, I mean, that's more like a just, I guess the advice would be just find what works for you and try not to get so wrapped up in, like, reading other people's opinions and what works for them because it might not work for you. And so try it out, like, the first couple weeks because what you start out with your first week is not what you're stuck with, like, Forever. Yeah. So plus, yeah, and that's like a thing that. Sorry to cut you off. No. But that that's like a thing that gave me so much anxiety and still kind <laughs> of does. Like when I feel like, oh my god, if I change like how I'm doing something now, then I'm gonna have like two different like ways of it. Mm-hmm. Like like I'm like, oh, if I decided one day that the way I was taking notes didn't work and I moved to like a new program, they're gonna be in different <laughs> spots. And like it, that is like. A lot for me to handle, but, like, even if it is something that's something that gives you anxiety, like, you need to just tell yourself, like, it's okay, like, you'll figure it out. Even if your notes are in different places, like, there's ways to get them in the same place. And, like, yeah, just wanted to talk about that because, yeah. like, 
Anxiety also, is real. <laughs> you will end up most likely outlining by typing it up. Mm -hmm. So it'll all eventually be in one place yeah. for studying. Yeah, so true. It all works out. It, yeah. Um, and also, like, that segues into... I have used the word segue today like eight times. Nice. It's a good word. <laughs> it just works so well. Yes, um, it does. Anyway, so that segues into one of our pieces of advice that we wanted to just talk about. I mean, this probably will be brief because I just wrote, you won't and shouldn't change who you are slash how you function mm -hmm. just because you're in law school and just because like there's so many people that are like putting out in the world the way they do law school. So like you shouldn't be like, oh, well, this is how, like, this person or these five people say that they organize themselves, so I have to do that to be successful. Like, no, you're going to be successful doing things, like, the way you want to do them and the way that it works for you. Yes. So, like, I kind of had that problem a little bit because I was like, oh, my God, I should be doing all this research about, like, how <laughs> I should organize my life. And, like, and I really didn't, but I kept thinking that I should, and if I had done that, I probably would have started trying to organize my life like the way somebody else had done it. Yeah. When like you shouldn't be doing that, you should just be focused on like what you think is gonna be like the thing that's gonna work best for how you function. And sadly, for my productivity levels, I am the opposite of Jen. And I was like, how are people literally making a schedule for every minute of their life? I was like, that's not me. That'll never be me. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna schedule in time for a nap. Like I don't. One, I don't have the energy to make a new calendar like that. Also, I wouldn't follow it. Like, it wouldn't happen. I would be making it for nothing. It would just stress me out. It's a good idea in theory until yeah. you're living through a law school day and it's 5 p.m. and you're absolutely zonked. So that workout that you planned for six isn't as um, yeah, and enticing. If, you, if it does work for you to plan out your yeah. day, like, just be flexible about it too just, because like you shouldn't yeah. be stressing yourself out by being like I scheduled my workout at six but I'm so tired but I still have to do it kind yeah. of thing like I mean I sort of am the type of person that likes to plan out like not super duper specifically but I will like write a list of like here's the things that I'm gonna get done today and I still kind of struggle with like oh I'm too tired to like do this one thing that I had on my list but like I'm not really sure where I was going with that that's okay. Basically, but yeah, be yourself. Oh, I was going to say, like, I still kind of struggle with, like, not being able to do a thing, but, like, I think I'm getting better at, like, also recognizing, like, when I really think that I can't and, like, not doing it. Exactly. So. Know your own limits. Like, one, one of the things that I really wanted to do coming to law school was, like, okay, I will get everything done for the weekend Friday. Mm -hmm. I won't touch anything <laughs> Saturday and Sunday. I was like adamant about that. Like you guys probably remember yeah. me being like, oh yes. I won't do anything. I was Saturday like that too. Sunday. Yeah. Um, and you know what? That doesn't work for me because sometimes <laughs> I want to do something on Friday instead of Saturday and Sunday or, you know, like I, I need to be flexible for my own freaking sanity. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so like, that's not me. And you know what? Should have known that wasn't me, but everyone <laughs> gives out their own pieces of advice and you feel like you need to take a kernel from this and a kernel from that. And even, like, someone who's going to the same law school as you doesn't have the same experience all yeah, the time. Yeah, I mean, we're all different, and I don't think you should compare yourself to what other people are doing or not doing. Which is another piece of advice, comparing yourself. So that was a good segue. Another segue. Yeah. <laughs> I perfected the segue. <laughs> we're so good at segueing. <laughs> Um, yeah, don't compare yourself because everyone's doing their own thing and everyone's handling their stress their own way. And a lot of people are better at hiding it or just like you're not talking about it. So like someone may look like they have everything together and you're like, uh, they probably don't. So you just need to stay in your own lane. Yeah, so if we're going back to rating advice because we kind of stopped doing that, um, comparing yourself, like, people saying, like, don't compare yourself because I did have people tell me that, like, that is 10 out of 10 advice. Yeah. Yes. Because it's just, like, really going to be bad for your mental health if you are constantly comparing. And, like, this is true, obviously, for anything you ever do. Like, yeah. this is true for undergrad. It's true for any type of school, any job, like, whatever. Um but, like, in law school, I just feel like it's 
it's a part of the culture that people expect slash people mm-hmm. even try to make true. Yeah. That, like, it's always constant comparison. But, like, no. It's, it, even if it is, it shouldn't be. <laughs> like. Yeah. So, definitely that is good advice. I was going to say something and then I forgot. Mm. So, that's good. About comparing yourself? <laughs> yes. It's bad. Don't do it. <laughs> Just don't. No. What was I gonna say? Think, think, think. Oh, you belong. Mm. You. I remember Imposter sitting there. Imposter syndrome. Yes. Yeah. Which I didn't even know was a thing until I got to law school. I had never even heard anyone use that term. And then there was like all these people that were like imposter syndrome, and I was like, excuse me, what? But like, it's real. Yeah. I was like, oh, that describes the feeling that I'm feeling because I'm sitting there and I'm like, I don't belong here. Yeah. I was like, oh, I should go back home. I'm like, this isn't the place for me. Like, these aren't my people. Like, this isn't, like, what I'm meant for. Like, I can't do this. But you know what? Everyone in that room is feeling the same way, even if they're... Older. Even if they're seeming like they... Yeah, like, they are cocky and, like, they're seeming like, oh, I do belong here. Like, even if they're giving that air, like, that doesn't necessarily mean that that's how they feel inside. When somebody asks a question, you're like, why did I not even think of that question? I must not belong here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I remember sitting in our first orientation meetings and I was like, I don't even know what type of law I want to do. I was like, or the question, like, why are you in law school? I was like, I know, I like to read and write. Literally, I have zero idea. Okay. Told me I'd be good. Another point is that during orientation, everyone kept asking (laughs) us, do you have any questions? Do you have any questions? Do you have any questions? And it's so hard to think of questions when you haven't done anything yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that really irritated me that <laughs> I wish people would stop asking if I had questions <laughs> because I, 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 what am I supposed to, I, I don't know what I'm doing yet. Yeah. So I have, uh, it's like you simultaneously have so many questions yeah. and no questions. You don't know what to ask yet. You yeah, done it exactly. Yet. Because your questions are like, what? the hell how do I do this <laughs> like please. where am I <laughs> how, how did how did who I get did this to me <laughs> Why? Who, who let me <laughs> yeah um so don't ask a pre-orientation 1L student <laughs> if they have any questions <laughs> a great piece of advice don't ask a 1L if they have questions <laughs> That's not true because, like, eventually you should ask them because they probably will. Yeah. But, like, yeah. it's just so overwhelming at the beginning. <laughs> Literally. Um, something you said connected with another piece of advice, and now I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh, when you were like, oh, like, I don't belong here. Like, I'm not like these other people or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, like, we had written down, like, find friends that you vibe with. Yes. And, like. Emphasis on the vibe. Yeah, like, you you may still sometimes feel like you don't belong, because even though we have our little, like, squad, like, sometimes we collectively, and also probably individually, like, speaking from my own experience, like, feel that we don't belong, but, like, yes. at least we feel like we belong, like, in our friend group, because we've, like, found other people that, like, we get along with. We get along with, we share, like, the same views on some things, and we share, like, the same likes and dislikes in some aspects like and yeah we feel like we're kind of having similar experiences and feeling the same way so we think that that's like really important to like find those people and find people you can talk about more than just law school with because that is surface level and you're going to want an escape from law school All right, so another topic of conversation that we have is all about cold calls. And I remember going into law school and, like, still to this day, I'm, like, terrified (laughs) of cold calls. And, um, you know, recently I had a not-so-great cold call, and the advice that I've gotten is just to let it roll off your back and kind of learn from it. Um, which is hard in the moment when you're like, wow, I'm such an idiot. How could I have not understood what my professor was asking me? Like I did the reading, I did my briefs, what went wrong? And you kind of just have to work through it and let it go. Um, I mean, I literally just like cried to you guys. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, it was a really bad cold call at the beginning of class. And I literally sat there crying with my mask on (laughs) for like 
40 minutes before we could go on a break. Yeah, it's, it's devastating so. in the moment. Um, and we have this one professor who... <laughs> we won't name names. Who's a little more brutal than others. And, you know, you think no matter how much you prepare for class, like... He's just going to ask you something that you don't know. And that's kind of the point. Like you don't, we don't know everything yet. We kind of don't know anything yet. <laughs> um, and the professors, you just have to think like the professors are doing this for a reason. They're trying to prepare you for the real world. They're trying to teach you in a way that's not just them vomiting out information to you. Um, so you kind of just have to think of it as you're, you're growing from the experience, which is really, really hard as it's happening. But as you reflect on it, I think it gets better. Also, everyone gets cold called, so you're not and alone. no one. Okay, here's here's the bit of advice: no one remembers your terrible cold call because you're always gonna think it went so much worse than your friends, than someone sitting next to you, than you know the fifty other people in the room. Like everyone, it's like giving a presentation. Like everyone is nervous for their presentation. Everyone's nervous they're gonna get cold up cold called so they're relieved when the professor isn't saying their name so they're like not even listening to what you have to say because they're making sure like they have the right information yeah and also like a lot of the times that people get cold called and they like say the wrong thing like the professor like tells them like no you're wrong like most of the time I'm like that's what I was also thinking yeah like like, I'm like I would have said the same thing or I would have said something like very similar to that it's also easier to say the right information when you're not in the hot seat. Yes. Yeah, like, it's easier to, like, think the right answer and be like, oh, I was right, when you're just thinking about it while someone else is talking, as opposed to when you're actually the one that's having to answer. Yeah. So that's, like, another thing they have to think about, too, is that, like, don't judge people, like, (laughs) because they can't come up with the answer when they're, like, on the spot and there's a lot of pressure just because, like, you could come up with the answer. The way my mind just goes blank. Yeah. The moment I hear my name, I'm like, oh, good. There we I know absolutely nothing. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. No thoughts in this brain. The train has left the freaking station. <laughs> my blood pressure rises. My heartbeat gets faster than it's heart, ever been. Yeah, my heart has never been And I can't fast. hear even what the professor's asking through my loud heartbeat. The blood gushing in your Oh, ears. my gosh. <laughs> no, literally... So in our, like, hardest class where it's, like, really scary to get cold called on, every time I literally black out. I could not tell you what I was saying, what the question was. I can barely remember how it went. I know when it didn't go well, (laughs) but I couldn't tell you what I said. I remember how it made me feel. Yeah. Couldn't tell you a single kernel of information I was given. Yeah. Nothing. I think just the best words of advice is it's going to happen to you eventually. And it's going to happen to you more than once. And it's going to happen to you probably every week. Maybe. If if you're lucky, it won't, but... (laughs) It's, like, honestly good, I think. Like, I think... Yes, it's bad, like, when it's happening to you, but, like, I have felt proud of myself even when I could answer at all. Yeah. Like, even if I knew, like, okay, I I didn't do as well as I could have, like, I'm still, like, at least I did it, and at least I pretty much kept my composure through it. Um... But the other thing, like, I wanted to say was that, like, one thing that people, like, give you advice about cold calls about is, like, people are like, you will cry. Which, like, (laughs) isn't necessarily wrong. Maybe you will. Like, it depends on, like, the type of person you are. But, like, I'm not sure if that piece of advice helped me or hurt me. Like... Like, I don't know if that made me more stressed than it needed to, or whether the making me stressed was, like, good, because then when it happened and it wasn't that bad, it was, like, better than I was expecting worse. I don't want to get it in my head where it's like, oh, if a cold call goes wrong, I'm gonna cry. Or I shouldn't cry. Yeah, because the more you think, like, I don't want to cry, I shouldn't cry, you're gonna cry. Yeah. Yeah. So, two out of ten advice, I would say. Yeah. Also, it, it depends on the type of person you are. Like, I just tend to cry pretty easily. And that was that was the only time I've cried, though. Because mm-hmm. it, it surely was horrible. And also, it was such a... Like, that's our two-hour-long class. So, had a lot of time to stew on it before yeah. we got a break. Plus, it's also just, in general, like, emotionally a lot. Yeah. To be in that class, even yes. when you're not getting called on. Yes. So it's sort of like everything building up, not just 
the experience of the cold call. And it really depends on the professor as well. Like, yeah. most professors are like, okay, but, like, think about it this way, or, like, not quite, or like, kind of, like, guiding you through, mm-hmm. versus it just, like, you're wrong. Yeah. I'm like, oh, uh, yep. Could have told you that one, probably. Also, like, that's why I literally told you I don't know. <laughs> also, every professor, like, cold calls differently. Some of them yeah. will go in alphabetical order. Some of them will ask you if you even want to do this. Some professors will just call the same people over and over. And some professors have your name in a baggie and, you know, cold call the whole class only once throughout the whole semester. So it really depends. Yeah, we're, we're but figuring out as we go. Don't let that dissuade you from going to law school. It's like you're terrified of public speaking because, well, A, to be a lawyer, you have to speak to people. You probably should not be terrified of public speaking. <laughs> at least, like, Or at least you should be willing to, like, learn past yeah. it. Well, and, like, no one feels that great. Like, that's just another of, like, recognize that everyone else is feeling very similarly. Like, nobody thinks that's going to be, like, a, a fun time, no. so... I love when lawyers are like, I love litigating. I love going to court. Like, I was talking to one lawyer the other day, like, uh, in family law, and I was like, oh, so, like, just tell me about, like, what you do kind of stuff. And she was like, well, just so you know, like, it's a lot of going to court. Like, I go to court a lot, which this is a whole other thing, but I've heard the complete opposite from so many other people about family law that, like, you don't really go to court a ton. (laughs) But she was like, I go to court, like, a lot. And she's like, it's so exhilarating. Like, I love talking in front of the judge. And I was like... That is a special I was like, that is absolutely (laughs) never going to be me. (laughs) But yeah, so there are some people who do enjoy public speaking. Or, like, I don't know, just, like, want that sort of experience. But there are also plenty of people who don't. (laughs) And it's okay if you don't. Like, it doesn't mean, like, you're not going to be good at it at all. Like, yeah. And everyone's overthinking it anyway. Yeah. All right. Moving on to a new topic. Sure. Um, networking. (laughs) I could count on all of our fingers and all of our toes (laughs) times 10 how many times (laughs) we've been told to network. (laughs) How many times have you networked? I network daily. Okay. <laughs> I'm networking in my sleep. <laughs> I network even when I'm not trying to network. We're, We're just... for a hundred internships. <laughs> We're constantly bombarded with the idea of networking, which is obviously very, very, very important. But then we're also being told, like, don't stress about internships and, and jobs and... So it's just like the dueling information we're being told, and I feel like this will probably only apply to us as one else. Um, and I know that they're doing this to not overwhelm us and saying like, oh, don't worry about getting an internship, blah, blah, blah. But they also feel like they have to say worry about it because like, it's not bad to start worrying about it early, yeah. necessarily. You, you know? should be worried so. about everything already. You should be worried from birth mm-hmm. about getting a law internship. <laughs> if you haven't, you're already freaking behind. <laughs> so get on it. Um, so that's, that's... What was I going to say? Oh, and the other thing is that, like, I feel like a lot of people who give the advice, like, oh, you need to network, like, don't talk about the fact that networking isn't always like specifically trying to network like yeah. you're networking when you're talking to your classmates in between classes right like mm-hmm. or you're networking when you show up to a club meeting for pizza and you meet someone <laughs> and you, yeah. you talk to them and you get to know them like network is like flirting like you okay. have to be subtle about it <laughs> right sure is that a good comparison or no perfect if you get only one thing out of this i mean i don't know today, how to do either i'm it just should saying be that <laughs> Wait, no, cut, I don't like it. Cut that. No. no. I, I, I absolutely that. love it. Don't okay. cut it. You're, you're outvoted. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Um, I was going to say something that was going to be groundbreaking after that. Isn't that good, though? Networking is like flirting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's absolutely amazing. I mean, it's kind of true. Networking, networking, networking. It is true. A second to say. But yeah, so, like, your networking is always when you're making connections with people. Like, you don't have to be stressed that you're not going to career fairs and you're not, like, yeah. calling people and emailing people all the time. Like... Your networking can also just be getting to know your classmates and making friends. 
Yeah, because eventually they're going to be your either your colleagues, they're going to be your opposing counsel, they're going to be people you call when you have a question. Like, yeah. they're, you know, the 57 people in our class or the 100 people in our entire class are going to be good resources for us. Also, I literally found out, like, the other day that I spelled my high school wrong on my LinkedIn, so <laughs> there's always room for improvement. Yeah. For the record. It's always revising to be done. <laughs> it's Stan Wood, not Stan Wolf. For the record. <laughs> for anybody who was connected with you on LinkedIn prior to this past week. Probably for the past two years. <laughs> oh if you God. notice that subtle change. <laughs> Working on my networking. What was your groundbreaking? Gr- what? Groundbreaking. I'm baking the ground. <laughs> wow, really? Into what? That was my groundbreaking. Into, it was Stan, into Stan, Stan Wood. <laughs> okay, anyways. Um, okay, here's another one that is, like, huge. Hot take or no? It's gonna. It's probably going to be a hot take, mm-hmm. what we have to say about <laughs> I'm it. I'm ready. But first, I think we need to rate it. Okay. Like, all of us need the to rate it. We've rated none of these so far. I've all been right. trying. I thought you were going to say, but first, we're going to take an ad break. <laughs> So that's where I thought you were going because that's how a lot of podcasts go. You're so right. So now we take a break. But we have sponsor. no sponsor. Um, Petco, Mr. and Mrs. Joplin. <laughs> yes, Craig and Cherry. Well, are actually, sponsors. today I think that it's yes. Darren and Francine since we are oh, literally yeah. sitting in their house. Darren yes. and Francine. <laughs> yes. Um. Okay, so the piece of advice that we all need to rate that it's probably going to be a hot take when we start talking about it is... Give it to me. Drum roll? <laughs> okay. Um, you will never have time to do anything but school. Mm. That gets a negative rating for me, so that's below zero. Yes. Just to clarify, <laughs> negative means below zero. You forgot your math. Here's why. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we have three-day weekends right now, which is really nice, and I God hope that bless. lasts forever. Mm-hmm. Forever and ever. And actually, even when I'm in my career, I will be taking three-day weekends. <laughs> taking five-day weekends. <laughs> and I can't imagine saving all of those three days after doing five straight days, or four straight days, excuse me, of, whole, of just <laughs> we literally can't do schoolwork. My brain, obviously, clearly, would be mush. And I need, you, you need time to do things you like that are not law school. Please. Hottest take in the world, that law school should not be your entire life. No, really, I, in my opinion, nothing should be your entire life. Like, I just don't understand when people say, I don't have time for beep bop boop, right? Or we're in law school, we wouldn't have time for that. Uh, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. You you find time for what you want to make a priority. Yeah. You're not going to have time to binge watch an entire show on Netflix. That's, well, that's not realistic. I do be doing that, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are some times where you're going to have to say, like, I don't have time. Yeah. If someone invites you to, like... I don't know, go out somewhere for a whole day and it's a Sunday and you know you have to do your work for Monday, you're going to have to say I don't have time because I have to do my schoolwork that's due tomorrow. There are some sacrifices you have to make. But we're just saying you can't say all the time that you don't have time for anything else. That you don't have a life anymore because you started high school. The advice that I got was like, you'll you'll no longer have a life. Mm, False. Like, I don't think you should cut out your friends, your family, doing anything fun because that's... That's gonna suck. Yeah. That's gonna make your life And you're gonna miserable. be mentally unwell, and you're gonna be physically unwell, and then you're gonna be academically unwell, because how are you doing well in school if you're not taking care of your mental and physical health? You're gonna be burnt out. Also, as an aside, I think it's different. Um, I know, at least for me, probably for you, Cam, too, like, my family's not here. hmm So, like, yeah, maybe I'd be a little more stressed with time management, because I do love to spend time mm-hmm. with them. And so they're not here. My, like, childhood friends aren't here. Like, it's a little different. But I still spend a lot of time with you guys. Yeah. I spend a lot of time with my boys. So, like, you make time for what you want to do. Like, if we... Like, you guys and I normally make plans during the week for, like, one of the days on the weekend. Like, something yes. fun we want to do. And then, one, you have something to look forward to the entire week. And also, then you time manage your homework because you want to do said thing 
that you're excited for. So you're working towards a goal and you're doing normal people stuff. Like at least set aside one day of the weekend to be a person. Agreed. And also during the week, like you don't have to always like, how do I want to put this? You don't have to always be like working so late into the night to be doing, I don't know, because like I I don't want to say that if you are someone who enjoys working late at night or you enjoy like putting stuff off to the last minute because that's how you work best, but like if if that's not, hey, you proclaimed you were a procrastinator. I am, but you can cut that out. That's the absolute last minute. But like if you're not a person who works well in those circumstances, like you shouldn't feel like you have to do that like I don't know this is not very like well also, well um articulated but side note since Cam decided to throw me under the bus <laughs> I would say it's a lie that when people say they perform better under pressure you just have to you yeah have that's to, true to get it done it's a lie I tell myself <laughs> and those that love me I don't actually perform better under pressure I just have to do it at that point yeah, yeah. there's there's no time to put it aside. So I will be doing it under pressure. But anyway, that's my little side tangent. Okay, but if you do things under pressure, then there's less time to overthink it. True. So that's and where I'll stick what? up for you. Uh, a piece of advice that was not on our list that just popped into my head. I think that? every professor we've had has said, don't overthink things. Yeah. Yeah. We're constantly called out to stop thinking like a lawyer and start <laughs> thinking like a person. And Only honestly, that's way harder person. than you would think. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes it's like, please. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, please. <laughs> like, if you're reading out of a thesaurus. Yeah. <laughs> cease and desist. <laughs> but, yeah. but no, like, just literally some things are as simple as they seem. Mm-hmm. Not and everything is overcomplicated just because it's the law. Not everything you need to spend hours on. And work well, smart, not hard. Cameron's don't, advice. Don't ever work hard ever. Just <laughs> work smarter, not hard. Okay. Cameron's advice. Work smarter, not harder. That's gonna be our beginning. <laughs> work smart. Work smart, not hard. Do not work hard. <laughs> I love it. You will never work hard in law school. <laughs> law school is an absolute breeze. Zero out of ten advice. You will never work hard in law school. <laughs> Jen, what's our next advice? Um, <laughs> please tell me. Okay, this one I really want to talk about because I just do. Uh, okay, so <laughs> I I wrote, you're going to be exhausting, but, but I meant you're going to be exhausted. And I, feel, and I feel like, yes, both. And also I feel like that really demonstrates my point here. Uh, that this is, I would say, solid like 5 out of 10 advice. Um, because when I first heard it, I was like, okay, like that's BS. Like, And it's because in undergrad, like I was able to like figure out my schedule so that I wasn't exhausted all the time. Like I was able to have like a decent sleep schedule and like good time management. And like, I didn't feel exhausted all the time, which a lot of people say you will in undergrad as well. Um, and so when I heard this advice about law school, I was like, no, no way. Like I know how to do it so that that's not me. But now that I'm in it, I'm like, Oh, like, they were right actually because even when I am like doing really well with my sleep schedule and I'm eating well and I'm working out like I'm doing everything that like should make me not feel so exhausted like because I'm healthy but I still do because like it's mentally exhausting Mm -hmm. like no matter how good you take care of the rest of your being like you're still going to be mentally exhausted and it will make you physically exhausted so this is like Pretty good advice. I'm not going to say it's over five, but it's it's a solid five. And also, yes, you will be exhausting too, because sometimes you're going to really frustrate the people that are in your life. Also, as someone who does not take good care of themselves, who does not sleep well, and whose entire diet is noodles and butter and chicken, um, I am also exhausted. And I need to start taking my multivitamins. 
You know, despite the amount of coffee we drink on the daily, we're still tired. Oh, and I stay up later because I don't have free time, so I'm like, this is my time. Yeah. It, it shouldn't be. I should just go to bed. Um, also, on the train of exhausted, I literally have zero brain space to communicate with people. Mm. Like, yes, I go on my phone to, like, relax or check social media or do something to distract myself. The thought of replying to people's texts actually exhausts me. Yeah, shout out to all my friends who I wait hours to text back. I'm so sorry. Hours? It's not you, it's me. I take days. Oh, okay, well that's way worse. Apologize. That's (laughs) way worse. Apologize to your friends. It's harder. It's just like so hard to have conversations. (laughs) Which is what I'm having a hard time doing now. I'm really struggling right now to have this conversation. About hours is a long time. <laughs> it is a long time. It is a long time. Days? I will literally be taking days or like a week or two. It depends. The thing that you need to put a lot of thought and a lot of response into, it's fair to take like a week. But if someone's like, hey, how are you? Well, okay, That's that might that might me. be a lot. But like, I don't know. It's a lot to unpack If there. someone like asks a question where the response is like a short answer, I'm not going to take a week and a half to respond to the short answer. I need to go check out me. Yeah, oh my God. We're going to put this podcast on hold so Ashley can reply to all her texts. Shockingly, I only have one right now, but when I started nice. the day, I had 25. Oh wow. my God. Anyway. Okay, are we moving on to new advice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Segway. Okay. So Embarrassing. Okay, I feel like this is a good one. Um, when people tell you to do all the readings and prepare for class. I think that there couldn't be better advice. It's really 25 simple. out of 10. <laughs> Just do it. Do it because the minute you don't, it could be a bad spiral. Bad Fun juju. story. I always read my crim- the rest of my crim reading um, the morning before that crim class. And on Wednesday, I got into school and I was like, I have to finish my crim reading. And part of me was like, I really don't want to. Should I just take the chance today of like not finishing it? But then I got through it. And then like more than halfway through class, we were almost at the end of class. And I got called on to give the facts of the case. And I hadn't written a brief. I had just highlighted it. But like I still was able to like answer. And like I knew I had a good idea of what the case was. And after class, Cam was like, good thing you finished your reading, huh? And I was like, yeah, if I hadn't, like, I think I was already so nervous doing that because that was my first cold call in that class. And like, if I hadn't done that reading, like, I still could have gotten through it. But like, I would have been so much more unwell than I was. So before law school, I had heard like, you're going to get more reading. They're going to give you more reading than you can do. And honestly, I don't. I haven't found that to be true no. so far. Yes, some professors give you way too much reading every night. <laughs> We're not gonna name names, but and like, yeah, it's it's just a lot. But you know, then you have to think this is what you signed up for. We knew it was gonna be a lot of reading, and it's it's doable. You just have to know how to manage your time. Also. And- Oh, no. Go, Jen. I was just going to say, and, like, I personally feel, like, really proud of myself, like, looking back. Like, I'm, Mm -hmm. like, I have really, like, I've learned a lot even just from doing the readings. Like, proud of myself that I have, like, been able to do it. And, like, I don't know. It just feels good to, like, read. And that probably sounds, like, makes me sound like such a youngin that, like... (laughs) Like our gen- so excited. Like our generation is just not used to like reading so much. I mean, yes, yeah. we read on social media, but like right. I mean like really reading like anything of substance. Like like Yeah, and so like it it feels really good to do that and to like get your information that way as opposed to like watching TV mm-hmm. or reading social media. It also just feels good to accomplish it like when I'm when I can flip through the book and be like, wow, I've read all of this. I know. I yeah. really want to see how much of our books we've read because it's yeah. so much. It's so much. Also, I just thought of another piece of advice Ooh. Um, that we didn't have on the list. Um, Going rogue. I guess it's not advice, but like, maybe this isn't not comparing yourself, 
But there's so much toxic positivity mm. in... Not in our friend group. And not in our friend group. <laughs> We're, We're just never toxic. <laughs> um, maybe this goes into finding finding your right people. But <laughs> I don't know Toxic where. positivity. Toxic positivity. Like, are you trying to, like, go towards, like, when you complain about stuff and then other people try to, like... Yeah. Basically make, like, invalidate you, kind mm-hmm. of. Yeah. So I guess this this goes into, like, not comparing yourself and, like, finding the right people. But some people will just find a way to, like, you're trying to vent, you're trying to feel how you feel, and some people are just going to be toxically positive. Or they're trying to be like, oh, well, if you just did it my way. Or, like, look, I have a way that works, so you should follow what I'm doing, because I'm doing it right. Yeah, like, nice suggestion, but that's not going to work for everyone. And also, just let people vent. Let people feel their feelings because that's where it gets into like the stupid comp- competition over things that shouldn't be competitive. You mm-hmm. should be supporting your fellow your fellow colleagues. Oh. And I mean, people do that with good intentions, obviously. Sometimes. Like, it's true. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure obviously there's going to be people who do that kind of stuff and don't necessarily have good yeah. intentions. But like, I know for the most part that people have good intentions by like, mm-hmm. they want to help you. So that's why they're trying to tell you like what works for them. Which sometimes I do need that. Sometimes I need advice from other people about how they do things to know how I can better do it. But if I'm not asking you for that, like, it's not necessarily the time to do it. So, like, so going into it, like, you should know, A, that there's going to be people that are that way. And B, that, like, you should try not to be that way. Yeah. (laughs) And try to just, like, accept people for how they are and accept, accept when... You can usually tell that they're just trying to vent to you and just yeah, trying to just get listen. some sympathy or even just trying to make conversation. If I'm like, oh, wow, I'm drowning in crim reading, most of the time it's because I just want to make conversation yeah. with someone in the hallway. It's like, easy just... to make conversation with a complaint. Yeah. yeah. You're, we're all, like, going through this together, but don't be the person that's like, oh, well, I already finished it three months ago. <laughs> I actually did that in June. So. I'm like, okay. Just All right, to, like, well, I passed the bar already, so. <laughs> this is my second time in law school. My second round. Like, Couldn't get enough. Fun. <laughs> like, just let people vent to you and be a person. Don't lose your sense of, like, being a person. Yeah. Yeah. Students are in law school. And just commiserate with people because, Please. damn, it is hard. <laughs> so our last piece of advice is all about school supplies, which... Is a favorite thing of mine. Loaded oh my god, topic. me too. I used to love going to Staples mm. in August every single you year. Used to? Okay, well I still do. I still do. <laughs> I don't even need school supplies I just because be don't buy any school supplies before law school. Please don't go on the internet unless you don't own a pen, which I don't know why you wouldn't. But like, <laughs> don't even buy a pen. Your school will give you five for free. Yeah. Okay, you're right. <laughs> I've made my tuition back in highlighters. Mm-hmm. Um, in nine weeks. <laughs> I would say the most important school supply you need is some sort of laptop or tablet or note taking device. Yeah. Maybe even a typewriter. I bring my typewriter to school. <laughs> But on your and annoying the heck out of people around me gets the job done. <laughs> no, but seriously, like I. No, but seriously, I have a time. <laughs> <laughs> the amount, because I was like, you know, you're feeling like this sense of like being out of control, like, <laughs> like right now. And what's new? Um, and you're looking for something to like grasp onto, and mine was like. What kind of crap should I buy that'll make all of this better? So I was like looking at like what kind of bags people were buying. What? (laughs) Yeah, can we just draw attention to that for a second? (laughs) It's called a bag. (laughs) What? (laughs) So rude. (laughs) What kind of bags? You know, like bagels. (laughs) What kind of bagging? Like bags. (laughs) A bag. Fun of you, I just yeah, love of it. course. I just love it. Yeah, 
I was like, oh, I'll need that. I'll need a bunch of highlighters. I'll need, oh God, I bought a book stand. Never use that except at home, which I barely do any of my reading at home because I'm not going to lug around a book stand. You can read it while it's flat on the table. <laughs> you can hold it up and then you get an arm workout. I mean, just have your friend hold it. That's what they're for. Exactly. And I have these two people around for What else? I read somewhere that you needed a business card holder. What? <laughs> haven't needed one of those. I like was like, Dad, I need this. He was like, what, what year do you think it is? I was like, but she says I need it. Resume I'm gonna, paper. <laughs> I'm going to start handing out my old business cards, but just cross out paralegal and write yeah, JD. There you go. JD candidate. Candidate. Save some money. It's the ripe hour of 8.24 p.m. Eastern time. <laughs> Eastern Central time. So I should have been asleep two hours ago, basically. All my friends at home are just eating dinner. Wow. Um, if you didn't know, I'm from Washington. <laughs> okay, so I feel like... I mean, there's definitely a lot more we can talk about around advice, but I think a lot of it comes up naturally in conversation about other things. And yeah, so, if anyone has any questions, please feel free to DM us on Instagram. Live underscore underscore laugh underscore underscore law. Okay. In case you didn't catch it in our last episode. Exactly. And if you're coming from our last episode, thank you for coming back. Yeah, we appreciate you. Yeah. Because we're week nine and suddenly we're experts at law school. <laughs> also, I feel like most of our listeners are in law school. So this isn't groundbreaking. But anyway. This probably isn't really new information, but I hope that we're semi-entertaining at least. We think we're hilarious. If nothing else, we gave you a good laugh. Even if you're laughing at us, not with us. Yeah. Whatever. At least you're laughing. Whatever you need. Yeah. As long as you're living, you're laughing, and you're lying. Take what you need from our energy over the sound waves. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Airwaves? Peace out. <laughs>